Welcome to Apparently Speaking, the podcast from Northeast Ohio Parent with your host, Miriam Connor. Hi, this is Miriam. Thank you for listening to Apparently Speaking. Parents know that online dangers exist, but we tend to think it won't happen to our kids or if something were going on, we would know. That may not always be the case. If you haven't heard of the term sextortion, you need to. Joining me today is Tamia Woods. Tim and Tamia recently lost their beautiful son, James, due to sextortion, and she's here to spread awareness so no other parents go through what they are going through. Sponsored by the all-new Mazda of Kent. Your family's safety is our top priority, and Mazda has more Insurance Institute for Highway Safety Picks than any other manufacturer. So get to your Mazda destination, Mazda of Kent. Check out new Mazda CX-5 crossover SUVs, Mazda CX-30 CUVs, even 2023 Mazda CX-50 crossover SUVs, and U.S. News & World Report awarded Mazda Best Car Brand. Check out their new retail evolution dealership, the all-new Mazda of Kent, mazdakent.com. Well, Tamia, thank you so much again for being here. And as I was telling you before we started recording, your strength and courage, it it does amaze me. And and I really, I want to say that as I started recording because it's true um, and and you really are an amazing person. And I don't know how you're doing what you're doing, but you're doing it and, and you're amazing. And you know, you're very gracious to come on and speak with um, our listeners to try to, to, to you know, you want to inform everyone and so that you can help others. And that's what you're doing. So thank you so much for you're being very here. You're welcome. Thank you for allowing us and giving us another platform to tell Jane's story. Of course. So maybe what, um, if you're comfortable with this, um, we can just start out by just telling me just about James. Um, every time I get asked that question, I just start to smile. Uh, just remembering my baby. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I and I'm looking at his picture, and I mean he's a beautiful boy. Um, I my son was just an all around amazing person. Um, you know, James used to help everyone. He spoke to everyone. He was so polite. He was pleasant to be around. Um, He just was awesome. He was an only child, so he did a lot of things that only children do, but then he would get out there and co-mingle with his friends and um, family and just have a blast. Um, He was a hard worker he was a very humble, a very humble young man. And um, he just, I mean, I could go on and on and on about the mannerisms and how he was as a human being. He, he really was um, a, a sun shine. And um, when he walked in the door, he just was an amazing young man. And I, I'm proud to have been chosen to be his mother. Yeah. And I, I, he, yeah, he sounds amazing. And I've read, you know, some different things and I I read somewhere that you said, you know, that he was, he seemed like he was very affectionate with you and, and didn't withhold, you know, he would, he would share his feelings, you know, I love you and hug you and, and things like that. And that's great for a 17 year old boy. I I loved reading that, that he was, 
you know, willing yes, to do that. I was happy. Like I still got my hugs. No kisses though. <laughs> but I did, you know, a couple weeks before he passed. Um, it's my secret. I never told him, but I snuck down in his room and gave him a kiss on his forehead. I, I always remember that. <laughs> but he still gave me my hugs. He still in, in public too. He still gave me my hugs in public. That's great. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And that's a testament to you and your relationship with him. So that's great. And I know he was, um, he really excelled in track, you know, with hurdles, yeah. right? He was really, really yes, good. He was awesome to watch. Um, just to see him grow. So ironically, he only ran track for two years. Um, the, his mm -hmm. ninth grade year, he didn't um, have a chance to run, chance to run track because of COVID. And um, so he started running um, track. We wanted to get him into basketball because I'm a basketball girl. But uh, <laughs> he liked it, but not in organized sense. So he talked to um, his father and I, Tim and I. Um, we had a rule in our house. Uh, you had to do two sports or get a job. And um, so okay. he did three sports. He's like, I'm going to find another sport. <laughs> he said, I was taking one step further. And he, and he ran cross country to, you know, work on his endurance and um, yeah. another chance just to hang with his friends. And then he did indoor track and outdoor track. Um, he did the indoor track for one year. We um, found out about it a little later in his high school career. But he ended up going to the States um, and finished 22nd in the state for the 60-meter hurdles um, last year. And That's amazing. And he hadn't been doing well, it that, that was long. his first year doing it ever in indoor. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then um, last year was his second year doing outdoor and he made it all the way to regionals and it's brutal like mm. i was learning how that works and you know they yeah. only take the top four people and you just have to keep going and going so it really is brutal and um but he almost made it he finished 13th in um the regionals um mm. which is really really wonderful i just i know for a fact that he would have broken his high school record. His high school record was a 15.11. Um, and he was only 0.5 seconds off from that. Um, wow. Yes. And so, and that was all without um, a personal trainer to do the track. Um, you know, a lot of people don't specialize in hurdles because um, it's a lot of yeah. coordination. Hurdles, I mean, that, yes. that's no joke. I mean, there's no. <laughs> yes. Yes. So this. This year, he started working with a personal trainer. So I know he was going to go through the roof. A lot of yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I know, but. Yeah, he was for sure. I mean, he had what, what natural, you know, talent and ability. That's great. Yeah. I couldn't even step over Me a either. hurdle. I tried so. Miriam and I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not happening. <laughs> That's great. Oh, that yeah, that that's great. He was very talented and I, mean, I know you're very proud of all of that. Um so did you, you know, looking back and obviously, you know, at the time why would you think anything was going on? I mean, everything was going great. He was doing so well in every area and you guys have great relationships. So there would be no reason to wonder. But looking back, did you were there any signs that anything was going on? I'm sure you racked your brain, you know, like was there I, anything? I 
I did. Um, that was one of the things that, you know, just as a human being, you try to figure out like, where did you go wrong? And, yeah. um, Oh, you didn't do yes. anything wrong. No, no, I just no, mean, like, no, were there any, no, just go, you know. It's just natural, like, going, you Yeah, know, of course. You want to yes. know why. We want to know why. Yes, why? why. <laughs> and um, going, I could, I I did not see anything, like, anything. Yeah. No clue. I mean, we were at the HBCU um, fair, college fair at Warrensville Heights High School, and um, we were dancing. He, we were laughing, um, just having a good old time. And um, I, you know, I, I was an overbearing mother in a sense of um, trying to just direct him in the right way. Yeah. And um, that particular day, um, I did plan to spend the entire day with him, but I realized, okay. To me, and maybe you have to take a step back. And he had friends there, and um, and there were recruits there. And I wanted him to choose a college of his choice, not of my choice. Yeah. Um, so I said, James, I'm going to step back. Um, he he drove behind me, so he had his car, and I said, um, enjoy your time with your your friends and talk to the recruiters. See what they can do for you. So see what they have to offer you. And um, we'll go back and we'll follow up with each other. So I went to brunch with my cousin and my aunt and myself. Uh, they were up here. I'm, we're originally from Columbus, Ohio. So uh, my aunt came up and um, I was thinking about inviting him. But then I was like, well, he doesn't want to hang with three old ladies, you know? <laughs> All the ladies, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't. Um, but he called me. I was so excited, and he told me, you know, he was looking at Howard and Fisk and Central State, and he was thinking about joining a, a, a fraternity. And I mean, it just made me proud that he was able to, you know, do those things and, and talk a little bit and and really experience, you know, start to experience that college life a little bit. And um, I told him I loved him and I was so proud of him. And he was experiencing it on his own. I was so happy. Um, I told him I was proud of him and I loved him. And mm. he was smiling through the phone. That was at 1.28 p.m. By 4.30ish, 4.45, mm. my son was gone. My husband came home at 6.40. We were just talking on the phone. He got snacks for him. And he, he, my husband thought that um, I had left the light on in my room. And he <sighs> came up there and so, that's yeah, when I mean, he that's found just, him. I, there's, there are no words, obviously, that I can say. It's every parent's worst nightmare. And... I can't imagine that what you're reliving every minute of the day because I know that you are, even though you are so brave. And like I said, you're 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 talking about this. Um, you're amazing, but I also know that yeah, you're also reliving that, and I can't imagine that. And and like you know, as you're telling the story, even I'm saying like oh, this doesn't make any sense. You know why? It's like at one twenty eight. You know, you said that I had that you had that great phone call, and then you know a few hours later. Um, so your husband found him. 
Okay. And so obviously at that point, I mean, it's just complete, you know, and you obviously have no idea, you know, why, why, and, and because you had no idea this had been going on and he didn't even show any signs. He acted fine. He he was acting great, actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was even asking him now he did, you know, he was falling asleep at the college fair, but I didn't think anything of it because the night before his, you know, we have um, a group message with him and his friends and um, because we take them like I travel a lot. So I refuse to be a parent who travels uh-huh. a lot and doesn't take their <laughs> kids on any trips. So, <laughs> so, so once a year, um, Tim and I, we take James and his cousins and friends. It, it typically is about oh, six fun. boys and we go on a trip each year to different places. So we have them on a group text message and they were like, mom, dad, wake James up. He fell asleep too soon. And we're trying to pass this board on, on uh, the video game they were playing. And I said, okay, I'll go and wake him up. (laughs) And, you know, I went to wake him up and I told him like, just don't be up all night. We have somewhere to be at seven 30 in the morning. So when he was like kind of falling asleep, I thought it was. Yeah, I mean, he's a 17 year old boy. He's staying up late, like you said, playing video games and just staying up late. That's not abnormal. Mm -mm. So, so when I, but I even asked him, I said, James, Uh why are you so sleepy? Were you staying up all night? And that's what he he was like, yeah. I said, you playing video games all night? He said, yes. Yeah, you, nobody would think anything of that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely no, not. No. So then no. it was after you guys started looking through his phone just for some answers. So what happened was, um, you know, of course, that was a very tragic um, event. And um, I just was asking why, you know, what did we where did we go wrong? Um, and I said this in their interview, you know, when when people give you advice on how to raise a kid. You know, they tell you to have a two-parent household. They tell you to show your kids affection. Tell them that you love them. Make sure that they stay out the streets. Keep them off of drugs. Keep them um, away from alcohol. Um, They tell them, keep them active. Try to be involved with your children and and the things that they do show up to their meets or their games that they have you did all Um, of that (laughs) so when this happened i did all i did everything you took like everything you know what is suggested i mean i I, we have a a nice home he you know we he fed whatever whatever james wanted he got from me because he was that kid he was never disrespectful he was never he never asked for a lot i had to fight with the young man for his (laughs) for him to change his shoes at 17. like i so whatever he wanted he got and I was like, what went wrong here? And they could, the, I even begged the police, like, could you tell me something? And they couldn't at first. But the good thing about our relationship and Tim and I and, and James, we yes. had his cell phone, um, his code to get in his phone. So, um, and he essentially, usually he didn't hide anything from us. 
So it it wasn't like he changed it. He didn't do any of that. So the police had his phone um, that night. But Tim and I being who we are, we're not going to wait for the police to tell us anything. So we pulled the phone records and we recognized Mm -hmm. the phone number that was different that we didn't recognize. um, And it had a PA phone area code. Um, So Tim was reading off the number to me and I uh, text the phone. Okay. May I ask who this is? Uh I said, may I ask who this is? And that's when they sent me a picture of my son's private parts. And they started. Oh, they tried to to do it to you. Oh, my gosh. Mm hmm. Yes. Um, They told us, like, (laughs) you know, he owed money. He gave us some money. He still needed. (laughs) We needed more. Uh huh. Um, we, we asked like, you know, these are, we didn't want them to know that he had passed already because then that would hurt the police and their investigation. They're gone. As soon as we told them that they would close down everything. Yes. So, you know, we weren't all the way there, but we were at least there at that point. And I don't know um, how you had the wherewithal to to do all that. I really do not. I mean, I... (laughs) I have no clue how we are even to this day, you know, the things that we're doing, I I really, I think it's James, but, um, you know, I told him like, you know, can we do that? You know, can we talk about it? Like, let's go. What happened? Cause at that point we didn't know did James do, we didn't, first of all, we didn't know if it was someone real, if it was a scam, we didn't know any of that still. So um, we were thinking maybe it was a classmate and James did something to them. And what would you know? I mean, there's no way you would think something like this. Yeah. No. Right. So um, I said, can we talk about it? So then as they start talking and, you know, the translation between it, that's when we found out like, oh, okay, this is truly a scam. And I said, well, we'll call. I said, I'll pay you. I'll pay you whatever you want. What's your cash app? And I got their cash app. And then I said, "Um, okay, well, before I call you, can you call me? Let's talk about it. And they called our phone, but they didn't say anything. They just um, Hmm. coughed and then hung up. So after that, then we, you know, we got in touch with the police that morning and we told them what all we did. And um, the police had told us, you know, what it was formally called, which was sextortion. never heard of sextortion before. And uh, they said that, you know, it's starting to become prevalent in the United States. And um, a lot of people are starting to become victim of it. Um, And this is what actually happened with James. How did they get his number? Did it start with the phone or did it start through social media? It was social media. It was through Instagram. 
So um, I don't know when they were friends. The page is shut down now. Um, but I don't know when they became friends, uh, but they did. And then the um, lady, mm. uh, I believe it's an organized crime. Um, I, it definitely was multiple people um, harassing and tormenting my son. Um, but there was a young lady who they said, you know, do you want to see my boobs? And um, mm -hmm. James being 17 and curious, mm -hmm. um, he said yes. Um, and mm -hmm. then they video called him. So this isn't, uh, yeah. you know, where people say catfish and here's a picture. No, it's the real person on the end of that. So they showed from what we gathered, what everything we read and we seen where they were on video call and everything. And um, they said, uh, do you want to see mine? They showed him their private parts. And then they said, OK, now it's your turn. And James did it. And that's when they screenshot the actual video call with his private part and his picture, his face. And that. Um, and then that's when everything turned to worse. Um, they started, they started off with a rather large amount. And I do believe that it's a tactic. It's um to get into the children's brain. So they started off with $6,000. Said, send us $6,000 or we're going to send this picture everywhere. Yes, yes, yes. But they know that these kids cannot come up with that amount right. of money, right? So they brought it all the way down to $300. Okay. Um, but you know, in the back of the kids' brains, it's still that $6,000 plan in their head. So, right. We're thinking, what if they still do it? You know, even if I give, you know, yes, it's still not that much. And you they know, still have the picture. I'm, yeah. Right. I'm unemployed. They knew he was yeah. unemployed. You know, th these kind of people, they do a little yeah. bit of research. And so embarrassed. I'm sure he's like, I, you know, because uh, obviously everyone would in their minds thinking, like, oh my gosh, why didn't he just tell you? Well, it's you know, you can't, you don't know what you would do in the, in the situation, you know what you would like to think you would do, um, but that's not always what you do. And obviously, he was completely mortified and embarrassed and felt you know he didn't want to disappoint you. All these things that you wouldn't have been, mm -hmm. but in his seventeen-year-old mind, yes, and, that's what he thought. And and Miriam, it's it's beyond that. So when people ask that, I don't take offense to it at all. Um, but. I bring I break it down for them and I tell mm -hmm. them. So imagine yourself at 17 years old and you did something that was wrong. Did you walk straight in the door and say, hey, mom, hey, dad, right. this is what I did? No, right. you're going to give yourself 24 hours to try to think this stuff right. through and try to make it all go away. Right. And that's what James was trying to do. James last Google search was how to get a page shut down. Okay. So, so he was trying to, okay, I'll just shut this down. And he was probably trying to think, you know, what do I do? When can I talk to my parents? How am I going to approach them with this? Yes. You know, do I have the money? All of these things that probably were going through his mind, but right. It's not like you just walk in and say it. And 
when I was 17, you were 17, we didn't have, if you did something wrong, it was, unless it was something, you know, <laughs> police record worthy or something, mm-hmm. it was forgotten. Mm-hmm. It was forgotten about. Yes. It that was, was the end of it. Yes. But not in this day and age. Not now. Not, not now. now. So, you know, to go back, he was thinking these things, but they were also threatening threatening uh, him with this. So it wasn't just like, give me this or, or not. And they went through, you know, and they were done. No, they sent James 200 messages in 19 oh. and a half hours. Oh my goodness. Telling him he didn't even he, have a chance to think about what no, he could do. They kept him up all night. That's why I yeah. think it's a orga- it is an organized crime. Yeah. They took shifts on my son. They told him we'll leave, we'll ruin your life. You'll never have a job. You'll never have a career. You'll never be able to go to college. No one will like you anymore. You'll mm. never be loved. Your parents will never forgive you. You'll be labeled a pedophile. They told oh. him he might as well just get it up. They need, you know, they told him everything. Then they started sending the picture out to a friend and a, my nephew got the picture. They oh, did they get that from Instagram? Like they went yes. through his Yes, they contact. went through his contacts his followers, yeah. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. And they they were they were taking it so this isn't just something where, you know, and I want to make sure that everyone is aware. Yeah. This isn't just, okay, sextortion, be aware. No, they play games with our children's mind. Yeah, they know we, what they're doing. They this know was, what, yeah. yes, that's why they target 14 and 17-year-olds. Mm. They know that their brain is not fully developed. They um, know that, you know, no matter how many times you tell your kid that they're handsome, they're beautiful, they're smart. If one person gets in and and get and antagonizes them to this point in torments it all of what you told them goes away let alone not having an hour of sleep right yeah so, he he didn't even have when you have that yeah you're up all night you have all this your 200 messages like you said coming in you're stressed mm-hmm. about it anyway you 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 can't think straight there there was there's no way Right. So they they were messaging on Instagram back, back and forth, back and forth. Then they found his number, ironically. Wow, they got his phone number. So that's how yeah, yes, found the number. Yes, I, we found the number. So a lot of people say, well, can you block them? Well, think about spam. When you block a, a number from spam, they just call you from a different number. Definitely. So imagine- Yeah, this wasn't just some like- Kid down the street. Like you said, this was Whoa. organized, planned. They know what they're doing. They know how to do it. And they want the money. And and what my son sent them was not enough for them. Well, and I'm sure they were like, well, if he could could come up with that, maybe he can, Mm -hmm. you know, come up with something else. So we'll keep on and he'll find some other money somehow. Yes. Um, So have, what has been happening with the, the search to find these people? So um, what we do know so far is from um, the messages were from the Ivory Coast. Um, and what they do is they have a group probably there and they have a group here in America. So the, pe- the, the group from Ivory Coast is messaging our children. And then the people from America are, 
are the ones that's collecting the money, watching the money, and then sending it over to them. So, How did they want the money? Like an online money app? They would or? take anything. So with my son, he all, he had cash. I believe that he didn't want me to find out about it. So he never used his debit card. But with the cash, they told him to go and purchase a gift card. And then they went to purchase. The, he purchased the gift card. And then they video called him again, had him scratch off the numbers, and they collected all that information from the video call. Wow. Okay. So that online, they could use this gift card. Correct. Or they could sell it. Right. They could sell it, get the money. Now, with that, that also leaves very small chance of being able to find and track where the gift card came mm-hmm. from because they video called it. It wasn't a picture. I can't find this gift card anywhere. I don't know where he put it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. Yes. So, and so that's how that goes. Um, with us, they were asking us to send them money through Cash App. Okay. So they have lots of different avenues they're trying to get. So it's very hard to find, obviously, who's behind this. Oh, yes. And even if we did, you know, we we don't have those type of relationships with the Ivory Coast. Right. With, you know, with other countries. So it's hard. They hide through IVPs and uh, or VPNs, I'm sorry, and and they tap into other people. So you cannot see where it is and it's hard for them to track down so we have to deal with the the brutal reality okay um we're we don't know and we don't have that relationship with the ivory coast so it's just very hard to find them and so tim and i have to live with the brutal reality that we may not ever be able to find who killed our baby because it's murder. Your family safety is our top priority. And Mazda has more Insurance Institute for Highway Safety picks than any other manufacturer. So get to your Mazda destination, the all new Mazda of Kent, mazdakent.com. There's no inventory shortage here. Test drive a new Mazda today. Check out new Mazda CX-5 crossover SUVs, Mazda CX-30 CUVs, even 2023 Mazda CX-50 crossover SUVs. And maintenance is no charge for one year. Plus Mazda certified pre-owned vehicles with the balance of a seven year, 100,000 mile warranty. US News and World Report awarded Mazda best car brand. Come experience our new retail evolution dealership created solely with the customer in mind. We provide a premium experience that customers expect and deserve. Test drive a new Mazda today at your Mazda destination, the all-new Mazda of Kent, where my family shops for cars. MazdaKent.com, MazdaKent.com. You are saving other kids' lives by what you're doing, Um, and I hope that you know that because just as you never heard of sextortion, I don't think most parents have heard of it, and... So just by bringing the awareness and telling the story, telling James's story, um, having the courage to do that, you're helping, you know, who knows how many people, because it's like, you know, someone listens or reads one of your, you know, 
where you've done interviews and written stories and then they tell other people so people can be aware. What would you like parents to know? So first, um, you are 100% right. A lot of the the TV journalists, they haven't even heard of this type of sextortion. Um, so what I do want parents to know is that we have to stay educated. Criminals will always be two steps ahead of us. It's just the, the way of the world. Um, but us as parents, we have to try to learn everything that we possibly can learn so that we can protect our children. Um, we, Tim and I were parents who truly believed in being honest with James and teaching him through, um, examples and, and the true reality of the world. And if we would have known about sextortion, James would have known about it and he wouldn't, we, we would like to believe he wouldn't have partaken in this. Um, just simply because we taught him other things and he passed that word along. He made sure that other people knew exactly what was going on with that. Um, with the other thing that we want to make sure parents are aware of is that they are targeting young men in particular who are 14 to 17 years of age. So with that being said, these are very curious young men and they're not mentally developed enough to really combat against uh, these adults who are, are are taking prey on our children. Um, be educated and, and aware of the different social media tactics that, that they may use against our children. So social media is not always a bad thing. And we want to make sure that people are aware of that. We can use it in very great things, just how we are raising awareness now. But we need to be aware of the evil behind the people who run certain pages and how they attack our children. And that's what it is, pure evil. <laughs> um, and right, I agree. There are good things about it, but there are, like you said, evil things out there too about it. And yeah, it, it is hard because it's, there's so many things that keep coming like this, you know, just like that you, and then there's something else, there's something else you have to be aware of. So it is very, very hard to, you know, keep up on everything. But like you said, just learn everything you can, everything that you can do. And um, tell us about, you know, the foundation and your website and all that stuff going on. And the children, we just ask, like, can you please talk to someone? If you feel like you cannot talk to your parents, talk to your coach, your teacher, the principal, please talk to someone because I can guarantee you that there is no parent alive who hasn't did something where we thought it was stupid. We can get over it. You're right. Or at the time you think this is, I'm not going to be able to recover from this. Um, you know, but, but you can, um, so yeah, have someone, and maybe that's something the parent can talk to their kids about, you know, who could you talk to if there was something, you know, really bad, if it's not me, let's make sure you have someone that you could. Yes. yes. So definitely want to do that. Um, we are doing so many things. It's been two months and a day since James has passed and we wanted to make sure that we, James didn't die in vain. 
So we have been doing a lot of different things, including changing, um, trying to help change some laws within Ohio. Um, we have been doing different speaking engagements, um, but we also have created a Do It For James Foundation. So we're still getting everything up and running. Um, we, we should have our website by next week. Um, we should have our Facebook page by the end of the day today. Um, we are doing our first annual 5K walk run for through the Do It For James Foundation here in Streetsboro at City Park on August 5th. So we just want to help raise awareness. We want to continue to raise awareness, but we want to encourage communication between parent and children. And we want to encourage education of the different social media and cyberbullying that can come about against our children. We also want to be there for our community because without each other, we will not be able to raise our children in a good light. We need each other to push forward. Um, and that is what we plan on doing with Do It For James Foundation. We plan to be there, not only for the parents, but for the children. It's wonderful. And he did not die in vain. Um, I know you mentioned that, that, that that's, you don't have to worry about that. Um, and so we will also include, you know, in the show notes and when we put this on our social media platforms and everything and how they can find, you know, once the website's up and the Facebook page and all that for the foundation. So if people can find that and get involved, it sounds like there would be a lot of ways people can, can get involved. And that's, that's great. Um, so it's, it's great. I, like I said, I can't believe you just said, you know, two months and you've spent that two months where I think even myself, I'm like, would I've even gotten out of my bed? I don't know. And you've, accomplished all of this in his name to help others. So I think that's amazing. And thank you so much for doing all of that. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, you know, we, when we found out what happened to James, we just were, it was immediate, like I were immediately scared for the other children and parents. Never, ever, ever, ever want anyone to feel the pain that I felt. I, I never want that. So we just are trying to make sure that we do our part. We cannot save everybody, but if we can help whatever way we can um, through education, through raising awareness um, and prevention, we, we are definitely on board with doing that. Well, you're very selfless and I appreciate so much, Tamia, you coming on. And again, I'm just so sorry that I know those words are, you know, <laughs> not enough, but I am very sorry for you and, and Tim that what you've had to go through and that's not anything anyone should have to go through. And like I said, you're trying to make it so that other people don't. And um, I just appreciate you so much. So thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mary. I really, really appreciate you allowing us and giving us another platform to tell Jen's story and to help save children's lives. Yes. Thank we really appreciate you're, it. You're very welcome. Thank you, Tamia. Sponsored by the all new Mazda of Kent. Your family safety is our top priority. And Mazda has more Insurance Institute for Highway Safety Picks than any other manufacturer. So get to your Mazda destination, Mazda of Kent. Check out new Mazda CX-5 crossover SUVs, Mazda CX-30 CUVs, even 2023 Mazda CX-50 crossover SUVs. 
and U.S. News & World Report awarded Mazda Best Car Brand. Check out their new retail evolution dealership, the all-new Mazda of Kent, mazdakent.com. Thank you for listening to Apparently Speaking. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and iHeartRadio. Find the podcast and much more at northeastohioparent.com. Like Apparently Speaking on Facebook and email me at podcast at northeastohioparent.com. 